On today's Daily Slab, we are going to be talking about a huge trade in the NFL, a pretty big extension in the MLB, and a little March Madness talk. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Daily Slab. Welcome everyone to the Daily Slab. I am Nate, and I am recording this before Aaron Rodgers has been traded. So if you're not hearing any Aaron Rodgers talk, it's because he has not been traded yet, but free agency has started. I am going to give it a few days to see all the deals before we talk about free agency, though. So don't expect any free agency talk in here either. That being said, our trender for today is a little bit of football talk, and that is Justin Fields, because the Bears trade of the number one pick was essentially a Justin Fields trade. But not in a sense that they're trading Justin Fields, but that they traded away the right to draft any quarterback they wanted, and instead they stuck with Justin Fields. So this was more about Justin Fields than anything else. And of course, the Bears traded the first pick for the ninth pick in this draft, the 61st pick in this draft, a 2024 first-round pick, a 2025 second-round pick, and DJ Moore, who is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And in fact, he has 5,000-plus yards in his five seasons as a wide receiver in Carolina, despite the terrible QBs that have been throwing to him. Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, in their six seasons combined, have 4,363 yards. So they almost have 1,000 less yards and one extra season over DJ Moore. And they actually had somewhat, I mean, not Mooney. He hasn't had competent QBs throwing to him. But uh, Claypool had, for at least a year or two, Ben Roethlisberger, right? So it'll be interesting to see what DJ Moore can do. And then you slide Darnell Mooney down to number two. You slide Chase Claypool to the third wide receiver. And that should work well as long as Justin Fields can throw the football. And we will see how that goes this year. But they also have, obviously, the ninth pick and the 61st pick. They don't have their own second-round pick because they traded that for Chase Claypool. And they also have now extra picks in 2024 and 2025. So it's a huge deal. And it's a huge deal for Justin Fields because now he has weapons around him. Maybe they can grab him some offensive line help or something like that with the ninth pick and see what they can do there. You're looking at his 2021 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10 here, and this has gone up $90 in the last three months, a 20% rise there. Um, and in fact, it's a little bit higher than that. If you go towards uh, just a little bit before Christmas, it's significantly higher than the 20% rise. And that is because people are obviously, the Bears are betting on Justin Fields, people are willing to bet on Justin Fields now. We'll see if it works. We'll see if they end up regretting this in the future or not. In what's hot, we've got the March Madness brackets out. So if you are like me and you enjoy a little college basketball, but you don't have as much time, well, it's a little bit more confusing these years for me anyways. I don't know. I, uh, I used to be super, super, super into college basketball. Uh, watched all the Big 12 games, watched a lot of Big 10 games, watched a lot of ACC games, knew a lot about all the teams, and now I feel like all I know about is Kansas. So um, a little bit of a like, oh man, what am I going to do for my bracket? I don't know, 
But it's always a good time anyways, and I find that in years past, the less I think about it, the better I do. The more I think about it, the worse I do. I am a little worried, though. Kansas did not get the Midwest region. Instead, they got the West region, which a lot of people were shocked by. Houston getting the Midwest, the second number one seed. Kansas, on the other hand, I'm a little worried because they're eventually going to have to play a St. Mary's, a VCU, a UConn, or an Iona. Whichever team comes out of that if Kansas wins their first two games. And I feel like that has upset in the Sweet 16 written all over it. And on top of that, Bill Self, don't know if he's going to be coaching. He just had two stents placed uh, for blocked arteries. He went into the hospital feeling dizzy and chest tightness. Um, obviously not a routine. I mean, it might be routine for the doctors, but not routine for Bill Self. And so we are, uh, you know, one, praying for him. Hopefully a quick recovery. And two, Hopefully, he doesn't push it and try to go back to the tournament and have anything bad happen. Um, it's not worth that. So, we'll see if he's coaching. Part of me hopes he's not coaching, even though I love the Jayhawks and I want Bill Self to get a couple more tournament victories. I kind of hope he's not coaching for the sake of his heart. But we'll see. The rest of the field, obviously, Alabama, the one seed, Houston, one seed, Purdue, and Kansas are the one seeds. Uh, Marquette from Milwaukee snuck into the two seed. It should be a great tournament, always a fun time. So uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the first two rounds, always the best basketball of the year. So enjoy that coming up this week. And then in what's happening, we had a big baseball extension, and it was Corbin Carroll and the Diamondbacks agreeing to an eight-year, $111 million extension. Now, if you're not huge into baseball, Corbin Carroll was a – is actually the number two prospect in baseball by MLB Pipeline, and depending on the other places, is likely one or two or three um, on the prospect list all over the place. He is as good of a prospect as it gets. That being said, he's only played 32 games in his career. Now, he hit pretty well in those 32 games. He hit 260 with a 330 on base and a 500 slugging, uh, 15 extra base hits in 32 games. So he played well. He played very well. That being said, it's still only 32 games, and you just gave him $111 million guaranteed over eight seasons. That's a risk. Another risk is the card market, because now that we know that he is going to be in Arizona for the time being, I don't know if that helps his cards at all. And uh, in the early going, it definitely hasn't helped his cards. So we're looking at his 2019 Bowman Chrome Refractor PSA 10, non-auto. And on March 1st, that was $144 uh, average between three sales. On March 12th, it sold for $116. Um, and that was after the extension news. So that is not a rise in price. And then looking at his refractor auto, PSA 9, March 2nd, this was a $360 card. As I was trying to get it as close to March 1st as possible. March 12th, $310 card. So again, another drop in price. Not substantial drops by any means, but still drops in price after the extension was signed, whereas you would expect an extension signing to increase somebody's card market, but not the case here. And I wonder if that's because people are just kind of buying Corbin Carroll and, you know, 21 years old, has six more years, free agent by the time he hits 28. Well, not anymore. Free agent by after his age 30 season, and so we'll see. We'll see if uh, people are still excited about Corbin Carroll eight years down the line. 
And one last thing, I have a Whatnot F1 break today, a team break there, 11 teams, F2, Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, and so on and so forth, down the line, all the way down to Haas. Um, pretty good prices on those, so if you're interested in joining me for an F1 break, go on to the Slab Stocks Whatnot page at 6 p.m. Eastern Time to join us there, or you can go on now and buy your teams early in the buy it now section of the shopping cart um hope to see you there always a fun time all right thank you everyone for watching today's daily slab if you like this video please click the like and the subscribe button it helps us get these videos out to more card collectors like yourselves and i will talk to you guys and gals tomorrow for the next daily slab see everyone